Hi, it's Jesse, the founder of MaxFun. We promised you a MaxFun drive this week, but things haven't exactly gone how we expected. So given the pandemic, we're going to postpone this year's drive. Uh, events are still fluid, so we're hesitant to give you specifics about new dates. Right now, we have late April penciled into our calendars. We'll keep you posted about that. As it stands, a lot of our drive machinery was already cranked up. So for one thing, you might hear a reference or two to the drive in our shows, which might have been recorded before we made this decision. And uh, here is some good news. There's a bunch of great bonus content available for all of our MaxFun members. If you're a member and you missed the email with instructions on how to listen, check your spam folder or log in at MaximumFun.org manage. Uh, also at MaximumFun.org manage, you can change your membership if your circumstances have changed. We know this is a tough time for a lot of people and we understand. You can also go to MaximumFun.org slash join at any time if you'd like to become a member. During the next couple of weeks, what would have been the drive, we're going to do our best to be extra available to you. Uh, we've got some streaming events planned, some social media stuff. We know a lot of folks are isolated right now, and we want to help provide comfort in the best ways that we know how. You can follow us on social media and we'll let you know what's up. During this tough time, I have been feeling really grateful for my community of colleagues here at MaxFun and for you, the folks who make our work possible. Goofy as that work may sometimes be. Stay safe out there. We're thinking of you. Hello, this is Rachel McElroy. Hello, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. Rachel has just criticized the way I'm sitting, but I can't help it. I'm balled up like a little tiger ready to freaking strike. Do you know why that is, Rachel? Because it's the Max Fun Drive. It is Max Fun Drive time, and it's happening now. And you Wait, let me do my it. air horn noise. Yeah, oh, God. It's getting worse. <laughs> it's getting worse over time or better. It depends on if you care about authenticity or just like raw fun factor. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's really fun. This is the Max Fun Drive. It's the first week you're in it. We're here. We're live. And we're just living the dream. And we hope that you are too. How are you doing? Let's check in. <laughs> I mean, I'm doing real good. I like your straight hair. You've straightened your hair. Uh -huh. uh, you look like a very business profesh. Got a chunky necklace on, and that's very stylish, very uh, in right now. And you know what else is in right now? Supporting the Maximum Fun Network. Oh, interesting segue. <laughs> Thanks. This year for our bonus episode, Rachel played Animal Crossing New Leaf on the 3DS for, what, uh, like a month and a half now, uh, and yeah. talked about her experience, which is really fun, because uh, you don't often dabble in the I am gaming not a video space. game person yeah so that's a that's a really fun one and we have tons of other stuff uh and every other show on the network does too uh you get that when you become a member at the five dollars a month level small wonder i am going to say uh for my small wonder uh cheese it's cheese it's Those little square cheesy crackers Ooh, cheese it's you seen them cheese it crisps you know, I think, didn't we see an advertisement we for that? We saw an advertisement for Cheez-It. And we thought so that good. is a brilliant combination. What is that? What is like a Cheez-It that they made a Pringle into? What? 
<laughs> that doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense. That sentence. What about you? Uh, you know, I think I've talked about it before, but I just love taking apart machinery. I love taking apart electronics. I fucking love it. I just did it with the switch I have to put it together, give it a little Animal Crossing glow up. You check out my Insta story to see the process. <laughs> well, probably not anymore. I don't think those things last. No, I pinned it. I pinned it. You can go watch oh, it anytime. anytime. I, I just really, uh, the process of taking something apart and putting putting it back together again uh, is so like soul satisfying to me. Like I, I am so into it. And now kind of like after doing this enough, I have kind of a bucket of like electronics and oh, plating and stuff like that that I can use for like whatever the hell just I want chokeables. to. Just chokeables, just things Lots to of, choke No, on. it's locked away in the bottom drawer of this cabinet, so not very locked away at all. <laughs> hey, what is your first thing? And by the way, that's the biggest fucking bottle of Topo Chico I think I've ever seen in my life. I got it when we hosted people a while back and we never drank it. And when oh. I looked into the fridge today, there was no more sparkling beverage except for this giant it's uh, it's the 50 s- ounce yeah, 50 ounce yeah it's the size yeah. of my thigh it's like mm-hmm. so it's like you're drinking a thigh full of chico <laughs> hey what's your first thing my first thing is the evolution of the veggie burger hey it's come a long way baby yeah dude you had one of them impos- impossible boycas you know what i haven't i have not either and that feels weird because i love a food like gimmick not mm. that it's like gimmicky but it's I think new it's we don't do fast food a lot ever yeah we used to man we used to when just we go to a that, restaurant but... we don't usually have an instinct to order a burger at a restaurant unless it's a burger restaurant and then like yeah if we do like a burger fast food it's usually shake shack and like i think they do one but sorry i'm gonna get that smokestack like every Every time. <laughs> I'm so bad. I, I like to order it if, you know, I'm feeling like I need to get some more vegetables in my diet. Sure. Uh, it also tends to make me feel less sick after. Oh, which, than a big beefy boy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, there's maybe only one year in my life that I was a vegetarian, um, but I still enjoy a vegetarian product, particularly the veggie burger, because it's come a long way. Yeah. Are you saying... The, the yardstick you're using to measure the distance that the veggie burger has traveled, is that yardstick sort of labeled proximity to meat, like texture and flavor and, and realism? I mean, all of the above. Okay. Right? Like, I'm going to tell you about how it started, and you're going to realize, I think, just how far it's come. I'm going to guess it started with just like somebody took a big portobello and was like, this is a burger now. Handle it. Is, it. it is even worse than that. Oh, honey. boy. Okay. Uh, so this is 1982. Gregory Sams uh, had a natural food restaurant in London, and then he decided to go into wholesale natural food. His original idea was to sell it in dried food packets to be rehydrated. Hey, that sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was like a little bag of wheat, gluten, sesame, soy, and oats with some herbs in it, and you would form it into a patty and cook after rehydrating it. Rehydrate? You just run that shit under the just kitchen sink? Just add a little sink? water in there, make it a Play-Doh, and turn it into a burger. Do that for me, dude. <laughs> don't so don't That's what he did shortly after. I think to save on cost and packaging, he went that direction. I I can understand that like people buy big tubes of uh ground beef and turn those into burgers. Like I get it, yeah, but like I know. you can't you can't give me a big bag of carrots and be like, "Now make that into a fucking burger." <laughs> like where do you draw the line? At the time it was cheaper than, you know, like getting a like a meat. T- so that was like a a pro, Fair. I guess. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Um, by 1985, which is just three years after uh, Sam's did this, uh, Garden Burger was founded. I know them. 
This is what I love, though. So they were founded in 1985. They released their first vegetable-based burger in 1992. Seven years so of they, R&D? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. What? <laughs> I just picture them in a room with like a bunch of carrots and bell peppers and chopping them up and being like, oh, this won't hold together. This. <laughs> Start over. <laughs> what about this? That's just a whole eggplant. You just wrapped some tape around some mushrooms. That's not a burger. <laughs> you wrote hamburger on a whole head of iceberg lettuce. <laughs> you know that isn't right. <laughs> um, veggie burgers now are made with a lot of different things. Oh, yeah. Um, I've had like a black bean burger, which is pretty popular. Um, you could, There's also like a lot of nuts, grains, seeds, and, you know, mushrooms. Um, you'll see a, a lot lately different, like vegetable proteins. Yeah. That's what, that's sort of the basis of the, mm-hmm. here, I am very, uh, I've never lived as a, a, a vegetable, anything other than an omnivore sort of uh, yeah. lifestyle. So I, ha- I don't follow like the impossible burger, what it is. I know that it is a vegetarian yeah. thing, but as from reading just sort of cursory news as the, as this thing was in development, I think it's made of just like celery stem cells or something like that? I can tell that. you what it's made Oh, of. please. Okay. Okay. So in 2011, that's when the Impossible Burger hit the scene. Yeah. Uh, it is soy protein, coconut oil, sunflower oil, natural flavors are the primary ingredients. Okay. So the coconut oil is where you get the fat that like holds it together and like sizzles and everything. Okay. Um, the Impossible Burger has 19 grams of protein. Um, they not only make burgers, they make sausage. So in May 2019, Little Caesars began testing the Impossible Supreme Pizza in Florida, New Mexico, and Washington State with plant-based sausage. There is something vaguely Orwellian about the Impossible <laughs> Supreme Pizza made with made, made with faux sausage. I, I like, on one hand, it's like really cool and good on Little Caesars, you know, because they're such good, an affordable yeah. option, you know, like to to make that available. I've had a veggie burger before, so I imagine the Impossible Burger is like dope as hell. That's like all I ever hear about it. I remain skeptical of the sausage simulacra because, and there's a restaurant here in Austin that people love, and I'm not going to name names, not going to name names, but it's a vegan restaurant people love here in Austin. First, <laughs> and, and, and it was right next to where Rachel, uh, your apartment was when I first moved here. So we yeah. go there all the time yeah. for brunch, scoop on in there and be like, let me get that vegan breakfast sausage. And it was like a, a puck of sort of oats <laughs> that yeah. was like, it did not even come close to, I'm trying not to Ron Swanson out over here, but like, <laughs> I don't know about that one. That one's closer to me, to my heart. Um, well, if you think about sausage, sausage, a lot of it is seasoning. Like a lot of it is that like, you know, spicy pepper, yeah. you know, that like, that sausage flavor. The sausage experience. Texture of sausage isn't anything I think anyone's particularly excited about. Uh, speak for yourself. Okay. I wanted to tell you, Beyond the Impossible Burger, 2019, the Awesome Burger. (laughs) What is this? Get ready. Okay, so the Impossible Burger, as I mentioned, had 19 grams of protein. The Awesome Burger, 26. Okay. So more protein than a beef burger. The Awesome Burger, pea protein. Mm, That's Also coconut oil, wheat Mm. gluten, and then fruits and vegetables. So this one not only, you know, tastes good, it get you jacked. Is what you're saying. I mean, a little bit. The thing is, anytime you put coconut oil, coconut oil in something, you're going to get a fair amount of fat. So it's not exactly like a health food, um, but it, I mean, is more nutritious in some ways. Yeah, it makes you crazy strong. So that's like all that matters to me because you know I'm li- all about that sort of lifestyle of getting very powerful. 
Can you give me some examples? In the of way? how much prot? I'm like, cr- like cramming yeah, in a single Yeah, just tell me day. some of the foods you eat that are high protein. Uh, peanuts, white, co- white fish, a lot of cod. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you eat your peanuts exactly? Oh. Like a, f- a little handful or? No, I do it in big bowl. I do it in big bowl. Big bowl. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I just have, I'll have a bowl of peanuts, like a salad bowl, like a mixing bowl of peanuts uh-huh. just at my desk. <laughs> and then when that's gone, what I'd like to do is go downstairs, cram some white fish, slam some halibut, and then I will refill the bowl and I'll bring that right back upstairs. So yeah, I'm my, my blood peanut content at this point, <laughs> I'm blowing like a... A 1.2 or something like that. It's rough. Oh, you just reminded me of Mr. Peanut. It's fine. He Remember, he came back to life. I think fucking... I missed that. I was living in a world where I thought he was still gone. No, he came back as a baby. Oh, like Groot? Like a Groot situation? Like a Groot situation. Okay. Stand in your fucking truth. Mr. Peanut <laughs> is dead. And you had it. That's all you had to do is walk the fuck away. You had it. And then you're like, look, it's like baby Yoda. Remember him? I'm like... Cowards. <laughs> the reason I bring that up is just that I think a lot of people just say, well, I'm not a vegetarian. Why would I eat food designed for vegetarians? But I, I think it doesn't hurt to uh, to switch it up a little bit. And, and I will say there was research that, you know, it's like under 5% of the population is vegetarian. Mm. But the majority of the population is, you know, trying to be more health conscious. And this is a way to do it. Yeah. I want to eat one of these now. Yeah, I'll do me it. Too. I'll do it. I'll do it. Let's do it tonight. Let's just throw our hat over the fence. Let's stop putting this off. Let's go get in the Jeep right now. We don't have a Jeep. Burger King has a veggie burger. Burger King has a veggie burger. I don't know where a Burger King is, but we can figure that out. There's got to be a Burger King. (laughs) I'm trying to remember the last time I saw a Burger King. We'll figure it out together. Hey, do you want to know what my first thing is? Yes. Me too. Oh, yeah. Dunk. Oh, man. I got two that like when I started to write my notes on this, like for both of them, I was like, we have to talk about this. Like it was full Mandela effect. Like I know we've talked about this. I'm also talking about a fruit and, or a food. Okay. I was going to say, it wasn't a fruit. I'm talking about a fruit. An impossible burger is a fruit. If you think about it, it's got seeds. We'll come back to it. Okay. I'm talking about grapes. Oh. If you sat me down in front of two buttons and one of the buttons was labeled grapes disappear, and the other one is labeled all other fruits disappear, and I had to press one of them, oh boy, that decision would take me a long time. I don't think I knew that you like grapes this much. I love grapes. I don't, uh, I don't know, I don't, we don't keep a lot of them around the house, but whenever we get those little cocktails that have like the different fruits in them, that's mostly for, you know I'm in there just constantly sneaking, sneaking them grapes. It has to be a firm grape for me. Oh, interesting. If it is the least bit squishy, I am not interested. Take it away. I do not care so much about that. Okay. I think the term nature's candy is kind of like played out, but I think grapes are so good that candy should be called mankind's grapes. <laughs> and that's just where I stand on the matter. I think I would press the destroy all other fruits button because here's the thing. Grapes, versatile, right? Just on the surface level, you got your purple grapes and you got your green grapes, right? Your yes. dark grapes and you got your white grapes. There's tons of different like grapes. Lots of grapes. There's lots of different grape types though beyond that, right? You've got your very sweet concords. Uh, you got your... What your, about that cotton candy grape? The cotton candy grape. I do remember that one. Uh, and it's funny you bring that up because what the fuck? That one came around <laughs> and I didn't hear about it until a couple years after it came around. How did I miss that they made that? 
How did I miss they it made... It seems like they, somebody should have contacted you It seems like somebody directly. should have called me up. The company that made that is called The Grapery. They made cotton candy grapes where they just basically, uh, you know, did some cross-breeding cross different dank strains of grapes uh, until they made one that tastes like cotton candy, which I don't know how you necessarily dial that in. Uh, they, it, but Concord grapes are a component in that. Concord grapes rarely, like, sold individually. They are usually made into other things. Um, so like they, oh, the grapery also makes a kind of grape I had never even seen it's before. It's really called the grapery? It's called the grapery. They are like that. the leaders in boutique grapes. <laughs> uh, they make a grape that used to be, they used to call witch fingers. And then I think they decided, hey, that's gross. And people don't want to eat that. Uh, now they're called moondrop grapes and they're shaped like a gherkin. Like they're, sh- they're long. They're almost Weird. rectangular. And I need to have these grapes. Uh, there's a Japanese type of grape. Uh, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but that's like this can grow the size of a plum. There's all kinds of different grapes. Ooh. So if there's no more other fruit, you're fine because there's lots of different grapes, right? I've never eaten a like a gross grape in my life. Oh, see, I disagree. Okay. It's the squishy ones. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, one thing to keep in mind about grapes is they are one of only a small handful of foods that are naturally fun-sized. And I think that that is important. <laughs> um, now you can say, "What well, you're going to say?" I'm like, going to argue. St- you're going to say like strawberries. Strawberries like a two bite. Like that's not especially strawberry. Fun blueberry. Blueberries intense. The blueberries. Are, blueberries like an M M&M. and I wouldn't say an M M&M and M can be even fun size, right? Like it's it's small and intangible. Grape is just perfect little bite every single time, and you don't have to go through and say how many grapes am I going to get, or go through and like pick an individual grape off the grape tree or whatever. They come in these beautiful little clusters. You just grab a cluster. And go, it's like gogurt. It's nature's candy. It's gogurt. <laughs> it's fun size. They've like figured it you get, out. You get so close to writing a poem on so many episodes, Griffin. And I just want, I just one of these days, I want you to cross over. But that's the thing about grapes, right? You think about them, I and you have a point. Like when they get super old, they're you can't yeah, eat squishy. You can't I eat need a, a little firmness. Wrong. If you let them go even further, they turn into raisins, and raisins are awesome. You get. I don't eat them again anymore. But when you're a kid and you get those little red box of sun made mm-hmm. in your lunchbox mm-hmm. and crack that open, it's like a little just yeah, dried fruit That's why fruit you hear vacation. all throughout the cafeteria kids screaming, I've got raisins. You reach a certain age where you're too fucking cool for raisins, right? And then like your mom starts packing you some star crunches, some oatmeal cream pies. And you're like, I've moved, I've put away my childish things. I don't need raisins. But there was a time where I needed raisins. <laughs> but I'm just saying, if grapes get too old, they turn into raisins. And that's incredible. That is incredible. We also got to talk about when you just squeeze these things, the fluid they secrete, grape juice. Don't mind if I do. That's like my the best juice that there is. It can also, you mix it with blueberry juice, cranberry juice to make a little grape juice cocktail. There is no time when I don't want to be drinking that. The problem is you if you let grape juice get too old, you can't drink it. Oh, wait. <laughs> That's what wine is. You really should have been on the debate team in high school. <laughs> That's what wine is, and wine is dope, and it makes other food taste better? Yeah. From grapes? Yeah. That's true. Apple's not doing that. Orange isn't doing that. Lime isn't doing that. This is the king this is only the purview of grapes. But you have to be really careful with grapes because if they get too smashed up, then you can't eat them anymore. <laughs> minute that's jelly 
There's nothing you can do to grapes to to ruin them. Mm. There is nothing you can do to a grape where it's not still like, ha I'm still good to consume in some way. Think about it. What are you going to do? You can't put arms and legs on them and sunglasses. Oh, wait. wait. (laughs) You you totally can once they turn into raisins. You can be like, you could even be like, you know what? I'm going to get ahead of this. I'm going to crush them all up when there's still seeds. So you can't. That's grapeseed oil. You can't do anything Mm. to ruin them. It's not like they have a board game or anything. Oh, wait. Grape escape. Grape escape is a thing. Yeah. It's I'm I'm just blown away by the versatility, yeah, the survivability true. True. of a grape. And I think that the saying when life gives you lemons, you should make lemonade. I also think that's bullshit now and it should just be like make your life a grape and then it doesn't matter what life gives oh, you. Make your life a grape. It doesn't matter what life gives you. Yeah. You're going to be good. Mm-hmm. You're going to make jelly out of it. You're going to make grapeseed oil out of it. Yeah. It's the best. Have I convinced you that this is the best fruit yet? Yeah. No, I'm on board. 100%. Not, and it's the fruit I always want to be snacking on. Yeah. But then even if I hated the flavor of it, you got to respect the grape because it can be whatever it wants to be. And there's nothing you can do about it. Hey, yes. Hey, babe. Mm-hmm. Can I hear your second thing? Wait a minute. This one's not going to have a Tim Allen break in it. Let me just drop the home improvement stinger in right now for no reason. What's your second thing? My second thing. I think maybe to others it is a nuisance, but when you experience it yourself, it is enjoyable. Are you going to be like wasps? No, yawning. <laughs> you enjoy that? You I enjoy? Love, don't you love a good yawn? I've never thought about it as being good or bad. I just uh-huh. thought about it as like. It's not as good as a sneeze. I'll give you that. A sneeze is pretty great. Okay. First of all, this is like, <laughs> this is a weird sort of psychic vampirism. I'm going to talk about that a little bit. Okay. Yeah. It's it, 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 Griffin looked very interesting I was, yawning I was just like, in that moment. It was weird. My body was like, mm, yawn sounds pretty good right about now. <laughs> and then like my body tried to do it, but then it was like, nah, you're good. It's noon. You're not that tired yet. <laughs> I yawn a lot uh, when I'm nervous. Um, or, oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Oh my God. I apologize. Can we, I apologize. If you're not a yawner, you're going to during this segment and I apologize in yeah. advance. Like sometimes I'll be like waiting at the doctor's office and I will just uncontrollably be yawning or like just nervous about a job interview or whatever. Uh, and so I was kind of fascinated with it and like why I do it all the time. And so here's, here's, there's been a lot of studies on it. Okay. The most scientifically backed theory is brain temperature regulation. If your brain temperature gets too outside the norm, inhaling air can help cool it down. Okay. So if you're real hot or real cold, Powerful stretching of the jaw increases blood. This is unbelievable. (laughs) You have to stop, Griffin. You have to stop. Powerful stretching of the jaw increases blood flow in the neck, face, and head. The deep intake of breath during a yawn forces downward flow of spinal fluid and blood from the brain. Damn, all that just from opening my mouth real big? Yeah. Damn. So there was a study uh, where researchers went to Tucson in the winter and in the summer. The researchers asked 80 pedestrians to look at pictures of people yawning, which is traditionally a trigger for a lot of people. In cooler weather, 45% of people yawned when they looked at the pictures, but in hotter weather, only 24% people yawned. That's 
wild. So like taking in the air to kind of regulate your temperature. Yeah, I know. I don't think about it like that. I just think it as a sleepy boy thing. How come it's a sleepy boy thing? Uh, okay, so another reason you may yawn is because the body wants to wake itself up. The motion helps stretch the lungs and tissues. <sighs> That's three. <laughs> this is insane, by the way. Yeah, babe, it is. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah babe it kind of is Pro- fucking professor x over there in my fucking dome mixing stuff okay. around okay in order to wake yourself up uh yawning may stretch the lungs and tissues and allow the body to flex its muscles and joints it also may force blood towards your face and brain to increase alertness okay that, okay now so it makes sense this is gonna make you feel good about all the yawning you're doing right now There was a study at Baylor that shows that the greater empathy a person has, the more likely they are to yawn. They did a study where they looked at 135 college students and how they reacted to different facial movements. The results showed that the less empathy a person had, the less likely they would yawn after seeing someone else yawn. Okay. So I guess that's not exactly what you're doing right now. Kind of is. but, But yeah, the idea that you're mirroring somebody in an empathetic way. Can I tell you a little bedtime hack for me for getting Henry down? And I realized this, like if you read a book that's like a bedtime designed book where a character like oh. yawns, I every time it started out unintentionally, like I would read like the character says yawn and it would make me yawn because it's later at night. And then Henry would see me do it. and Henry <laughs> would yawn. And then he was really easy to go take down. And then I just started doing it on purpose. Like I just started like <laughs> really trying to get a good yawn out because it worked. Like I started to get very superstitious about it. Like if I can't make this boy yawn he is not sleeping tonight this is true actually on the nights where i put henry down uh because either griffin's not present or we're kind of switching i will ask griffin like what are your tips and tricks what is the new practice that you're doing yeah it's really hard not to sort of create a ritual out of it so here's here's some other tips and tricks kind of to stop yawning i would need these right now okay um this i think is a reason that i yawn when i'm nervous uh if you feel yourself yawning excessively Try deep breathing through your nose. Your body may need more oxygen. A 2007 study also found that nasal breathing decreased contagious yawning completely in the research. Yeah, but I don't want to do that into the microphone. I know. But I think that's why I yawn when I'm nervous, because I'm, my breathing is real shallow. Okay. That last one, by the way, that was, I did a fourth one just while Rachel, I didn't stop the show and make a big production out of it, but it felt, I'll give you this, babe, it felt so fucking good. It felt really, right? really good. Yeah. Sometimes if you really let go, like, don't worry about how your face looks. Don't try to stifle it. Yeah, I just let it just rip. Just go for it. Yeah. It feels good. Uh, other ways, get moving. Breaking up a routine can also help stimulate your brain. Uh, excessive yawning may be from too much caffeine. So if you consume too much caffeine, that may happen. Yep. Uh, Also, cool yourself down. You can take a walk outside or drink a cool beverage, and that may help, too. Cool. I'm sorry that this segment ruined you. (laughs) I did another one. I'm actually really curious now from our (laughs) listeners. What's your uh, high score? All right, let's get up on the leaderboard. Take it to the leaderboard. Mo, I did fucking five. (laughs) I I didn't do any, but I think I'm so focused and stimulated right now. You're clearly not. I'm clearly not. I mean, it could also be because I drink a, you know... Uh, a gas tank full of coffee every day yes. before noon and that is probably not awesome i need to get that energy back up so i'm going to tell you about my second thing and boy it's going to get me there again 
I could have sworn on a stack of Bibles. I had talked about this before. I'm talking about a band, a band that is uh, so good. I feel nothing but guilt for not bringing them yet. I am talking about Wolfpack. We have not talked about Wolfpack on I this know. show. I I feel like we have, but I... I According also- to wonderful.fyi, we have not. Okay. Okay, maybe it was a small wonder. Is that possible? I I clicked on the small wonders oh, button yeah. and there was nothing. So I think we're good. You I, brought this to the McElroy family in a big, big way not I long did. ago. It is a big thing in our family. It's a if you listen to like the pre-show playlist for any of our shows, there are a lot of Wolfbeck songs on it. Uh, I think one of the reasons why actually we think we have talked about it on this show before is because uh, one of the songs was like kind of on the short list when we decided to switch formats to be the theme song. I remember we like talked about it. And if you've never heard Wolfpack before, like I'm going to just start this segment out by playing that exact song. Uh, It is off of their 2016 album, uh, The Beautiful Game, and the song is called Animal Spirits. It's not the strongest narrative, but details aren't imperative. What matters is the way it ends. They've got 16 mutual friends. Is that animal spirits? Is that heartfelt lyrics? I listen to Wolfbeck sort of like off and on, like whenever they post a new YouTube video, like I'll jump in and dive back in and just remember how much I dig them. And today, like writing my notes for this, I just like went through all their shit and it's just so good. It's, it's like very, very good. It's just such great, like hype, fun time music. And it's so like uh, it covers such a like broad range of genres and stuff like that, but all sort of executed at this like perfectionist level. So uh, Wolfpack is formed. The the members of the band kind of formed like Avengers. They are all uh, from the they all went to the music school at University of Michigan and uh, they all played the rhythm section for this school performance. And one of the founders of the band, a guy named uh, Jack Stratton uh, was inspired by these 1960s session musician groups uh, that would play on on funk albums uh, like the Funk Brothers and the Wrecking Crew. Uh, and so like after this this performance, he was inspired to like have this kind of live rhythm section experience uh, like like they had had. So he put together Wolfpack. And the whole sort of concept is it's four uh, like core members of the party uh, who are all uh, most of them sort of multidisciplinarians that are just tight, tight as hell, like musicians that play fucking really, really tight rhythm sections of music. And that's the whole thing. And they will blend in other performers on top of that to like tackle other genres. But they are mostly uh, they are mostly funk artists. But as soon as you get into Wolfpack, as soon as I found them, uh, probably 2018, uh, and this is true for anyone at any time, like there is just an infinite reservoir of good shit that they have made, whether it be albums or uh, videos. Um, they have one of my favorite genres that they, they frequently tackle is this like super blissed out like R&B soul stuff. Uh, and usually that is with a collaborator uh, who's a, he's a vocalist named Antoine Stanley, who is probably my favorite like living soul singer uh, on the planet. Uh, and that's kind of just the ethos, right? They're really good and they work with people who are also just like really good at their craft. Uh, and like, there's something about that collaboration that is really kind of playful and fun. Like all of their videos are very funny and enjoyable. Um, but like this song that I'm about to play next, uh, is called wait for the moment. It's just like, man, like just an instant sort of soul classic. Uh, so this is wait for the moment. My said, wait for 
gone home when dead While the other kids They're still outside I don't feel tired when I sleep So I snuggle up with my sheet And wait For a brighter day I play football So my favorite thing about Wolfpack is, uh, and this is true for that song that we just listened to, uh, that they are very online. They are very on the internet. And a lot of the songs that you hear on the albums, they record in studio one take all together uh, and record it. And then they put a video out of that. And that's the music video for it too. Oh, okay. Uh, And so wait for the moment you can go and watch them play it. Just watch them perform it like you're at a live performance. uh, And... I, I that's enjoyable, right? If you enjoy the songs, it's enjoyable because you get to watch it get made and that's like super cool. Uh, they are also sort of aesthetically just kind of very funny. But the 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 reason why like I cannot stop watching their videos is because there is a sort of genre of online videos that I'm really into, which is just like people being really good at the stuff that they're doing. And that is true for anything that they have anything that yeah, they have done. Yeah, I never really thought about that, but you're right. Uh, their bassist is a guy named Joe Dart, who has gone on to become sort of a household name in the bass industry. He has his own bass guitars now that are sold in stores. Uh, they are just videos of him like on, on stage just ripping a fucking like three-minute-long bass guitar solo which is <laughs> difficult to like uh difficult to get into uh and there are i mean there's just an infinite number there there's a song called Corey wong which is basically just like uh and Corey wong is a contributor and collaborator with the band uh that is just like i don't know five minutes of solos and so the music video for that is like half them in the studio half them at a live show just like fucking destroying uh, but the video I come back to, and my favorite video of theirs, I sent to you today. I don't know if you had yeah, time to watch it. Yeah, I did. It. I, well, I didn't watch the whole thing. It is uh, the video for a song called Tea Time. And this is off their uh, album from, I think, 2018, called Mr. or 2017, uh, called Mr. Finish Line. Uh, the song has three performers on it. Theo Katzman uh, plays the the cymbal, the, uh, the hi-hat, I think. Uh, Jack Stratton plays the kick and snare. So I love that they have split up the drumming duties between two people. <laughs> and the only other like thing happening, there's some clapping in the background, but the only other thing is Woody Goss, another member of the band, is just tearing a Yamaha electric piano the fuck I, up. I thought it was sped up. I thought the video was sped up. Was I thought so it was incredible. sped up. When I first listened to it, I thought it was like multiple people playing a keyboard. <laughs> I thought it was not live, like no way. For two minutes and 43 seconds, uh, he just fucking shreds it and this video they filmed it outside yeah. all the takes are filmed outside they're on this lush green lawn and uh joe dark Corey wong and joey disick are just like chilling next to the electric piano they all have cans of lacroix that they are drinking <laughs> on this like nice day uh and over the entire video there is this timer counting down from two minutes and 43 seconds to the end of the song the aesthetic is like unbelievable on this video. <laughs> well, and, it's called Tea Time, right? Yeah. So it has like kind of a golf. It has a bit quality. of a golfy quality to it. The song is unstoppable. Uh, and I'm going to play a clip of it now. And as you listen to it, just remember that everything that's not drums is one guy at an electric piano just playing the shit out of it. Uh, and it is just so fun to watch. So this is Tea Time.
just really uh, I love this band I love uh, I love like viral YouTube videos of like hey this guy goes to the airport and plays like super hard piano he plays Megalovania at the airport for two hours watch him do it and like this is that sort of idea of people being really really good at playing music uh, which is you know I say that and it sounds like hey isn't that every band ever uh, but there's a certain level of like funk expertise on display here that is sort of the whole thing of the well, band. Yeah, and the music is front and center. Yeah. You know, a lot of times when you see a performance, like we're really, we're focusing on like the, the narrative story of the song. You yeah. Know? And this is like, this is music first. And yeah, there's not like a lead, right? There's not like a lead yeah. of the band, except on like vocal tracks with Antoine Stanley, which are uh, universally fucking amazing. Uh, it's just about making really tight funk music and i just love it i love it to death love them to pieces go watch the tea time video please it's the one I, i've i've watched that video a hundred <laughs> times i cannot stop uh yeah thank you to bowen and augustus for these for theme song money won't pay you can find a link to that in the episode description yeah. i'm not going to thank max fun no we've done that but we've hey that a lot <laughs> if you're interested in listening to other mclory shows checking out mclory videos you can go to mclory.family yeah um and i think that's it I think that's it. I think that's it. Well. Is there a way you could take Grape mm. and put it in a fun song for us to go out on? Mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.